Welcome everyone. You are tuned into the Good Sex Podcast. I am your host, the First Love Doctor, also known as Crystal Williams. Shout out to the hubby. Okay, my name is Alicia Olatunde. I'm the owner and operator of Whole Intimacy and shout out to my boo. But girl, mm-hmm. why are we here? We are here because we are women. Yes. We are Christian. Period. But we still want to talk about sex. Girl, all the sex, okay? Amongst our friends, people are talking about how someone should have the conversation. Mm -hmm. But we're here to have the conversation. Absolutely. And as if that weren't already taboo enough, Mm -hmm. we get to integrate our vocational experience in the field of psychology. Absolutely, because Jesus, Uh psychology and sex, completely a thing totally a thing because sex is still god's idea guys if you hear wrestling wrestling what is the word girl you just immediately put me out what is it if you hear papers rattling what's the word i'm not telling you because you're exposing me i think it's wrestling wrestling thank you because my adp got my back nicole Thanks. Speaking of Nicole, <laughs> our guest today. You didn't even tell them what you were talking about. Oh, I didn't. So, Sis is struggling with her allergies. Mm. And <laughs> she, she hawks up. She was hogging up her lung <laughs> at service earlier today. And so, she, she got lozenges just on, on deck. deck. <laughs> Ready. On the deck. Okay. I'm not going to cough up my lung on this microphone. So, I'm going to keep. Eating. She's gonna keep doing calls. <laughs> That's right. So if you hear that, don't be alarmed. <laughs> Pray for my allergies. Don't Pray. judge me. Pray for my allergies. In the same way that we need to pray for these kids who ain't getting a sex education. <gasps> oh, yeah, I did that. Uh-huh. Bring yeah. us in. I brought us on She's in. Come in on the in the room. Yeah. Uh-huh. She is in the room. She's a former teacher. Yes. She is a parent. Yes. Oh, I guess I I guess I could just continue. You Her can. name is Nicole Prim. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all. Hi, Nicole. Hey. Hi guys. She's a black woman with lashes in her hair uh-huh. braided up real cute. <laughs> and she out here educating. <laughs> she a black woman with lashes. Okay. <laughs> lashes looking fire. Give them details. Honey. Give them, yes, because they have to <laughs> see this. Yes. Got a little yes. natural highlight going and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's just glowing. I see you. Mom of two. Wife. Oh, it's two? I don't know why. I thought it was one. Mm -hmm. Y'all, we needed the voice of parentals on the mic. Yeah. Um, You know, Alicia and Tim are not yet there yet. Not yet. We are not going to do this. Stay out of their uterus. God bless you. You know, Matthew (laughs) and I, he has two from a former marriage. So I have two stepdaughters. Stay Um, out of her uterus, too. thank, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but we were like, we want to have some um, some people who have birthed children <laughs> because I know sometimes women yeah. who have be listening to us like they don't know what they they don't. And you and you want to know something? You right. <laughs> <laughs> don't. But um, boom. Okay. Hello. So here, insert Nicole, who not only has children, yeah. but is an educator of children. Mm. 
What? Tell us, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, tell us about what you do, what you've done, and what you do. Yeah, so thank you, ladies, for having yeah. me. Of course. I appreciate being a part of this. It's so awesome. Um, let's see here. Um, I used to be um, a teacher, mm-hmm. so I was a teacher for ten years. I taught sixth grade for majority of that time. Um, so lovely, you know, eleven <laughs> and twelve year olds. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Some of y'all better get y'all kids. Okay, <laughs> please get them. Okay. So I taught, and then I went to work at the State Department for three years. Um, and then I decided, um, because my husband and I wanted to have uh, another kid, that it was going to be better for me to just be somewhere locally. So now I work mm. at the local children's hospital. What do you do at the children's hospital? <laughs> so now <laughs> I actually um, am a learning development consultant for them. Oh, my And goodness. so I help um, provide professional development for the employees of the hospital. Yeah. Oh, wow. So she's still teaching. I'm still teaching. They're just yeah. bigger kids. Bigger. <laughs> Smarter I like, children. I, like, right. I don't think I realize, no, but that's it's cool to know that they have access to someone like you in the hospital. Like, that's good. I didn't know that hospitals offer that mm-hmm. to their employees. So that's yes. dope. Yeah, because, I mean, there's mandatory education that they have to do, and mm-hmm. they want to do their continued education yeah. as well. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super cool. There's always learning happening everywhere. Right. So you're a, you're an educator in general. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can help us um, in education today on this subject. I hope so. I think so. <laughs> I hope so. That's the goal. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, one of the main questions. Oh, look at me. Yep. Because I'm looking at you. So how, y'all know Crystal forgets to pull these questions up every episode. And I, What is it? What is I it? I high-fived her because she pulled them up and then sis just completely forgot. I, sp- I get, that's what it, I get excited. You got lost in it. It's when crazy. y'all as guests start talking, I'm like, I got questions for you. Okay, yeah, me, but you do. But I'm you literally have questions for them. Praise the Lord. Three questions. <laughs> Number one. In one word. You oh, ready? I Do we know. need to breathe first? I just, I did. <laughs> you did. Breathe I did. First. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In one word, what is the central message you have heard from the universal church in Christianity concerning sex? One word? Mm-hmm. One word. Wait. Mm. Yeah. You can expound. Okay. Um, wait until you're married. Mm-hmm. Period. 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 Right. That's all I've heard. Right. Yeah. Is just wait until you're married. Wait until you're married. You think that's a sufficient... Um, <clears throat> is that a sufficient message? Mm. It was sufficient given that time, I mm. think. But that's times are different. Point. That's a very oh, good wow. point. Times are so different in... Um, what our children have access to is yeah. completely yes. different. So I was okay with wait yeah. until marriage yeah. back in the 90s, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's a good point. Now, wait, but why? Yeah. Tell me why it's important for them to wait. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think there's more that needs to be said with waiting. Yeah. 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 And see, it means a lot hearing that from you because you – are educating right and mm-hmm. educating children mm-hmm. educating children at a very formulative age and stage and so hearing that from you it just it hits a little differently because mm-hmm. you're getting to see every single day 
like the consequence of not saying more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bet. Okay. I can't wait to hear more. Okay. <laughs> Question two. How would you define good and or God sex? Is it more than one word? Like, can this be more than oh, one word? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You can say whatever. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. <laughs> is this one word again? Mm. I feel like there's layers to that, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about the Like, layers. peel them back, girl. Because it's like good sex is with your soulmate, and your soulmate is someone that's ordained mm. and made and designed especially mm. for you by God. So that's something like it's layers to that. And then there's like an emotional connection. Yes. There's a spiritual connection. Yes. Um, intimacy. I mean, the whole thing yeah. has to be wrapped up in all of that. I don't think it's just like flat. It's mm-hmm. layers. Yeah. To I like good that. God sex. I like the description layered versus flat. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. I think that was something that in my defining good sex, I knew I wanted something with like depth, but I, I feel like your language just gave me a picture of mm-hmm. what I was thinking. Layered yes. as opposed to flat. Mm-hmm. Facts. I agree. I like that. Okay, last question. What compelled you to join this conversation and on this platform? Well, of course, because I love Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> and when she asked me, I'm like, oh, God, okay, yeah. sure. Like, <laughs> what you want me to talk what about? What you want me to talk about? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, but I mean. Well, I'm talking to, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Right. Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. I'll be there. Um, but then, too, just, um, I mean, I love what you guys are doing. Um, and I love what you stand for, and it's the conversation that needs to be had. And it was one that I think, again, during my time, wait, it was, you know, it sufficed. Yeah. But did it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now I have even more questions, mm-hmm. right? You know, or True. things that I want to talk about. Right. And I could have been talking about those things. True. Right. A long time ago. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I think it's necessary. Yeah. Facts. Thank we you. Pre- look, we show. I'm, gl- I'm glad you're here. I appreciate <laughs> you, ladies. Yeah. And you said you said something earlier. I wonder, do I might be the only person who don't be knowing Alicia be teaching me stuff? But you called her your ADP. Oh, I was like, what? Where people are we don't going be with knowing this? what y'all talking about. Yeah, I mean, most people do. Okay. Well, Thanks. some people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I realized as I said it. <laughs> Maybe not. Yes. Yeah, so, as some may or may not know, I am a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Ooh. Incorporated. <laughs> Period. I love it. Period. Uh. <laughs> so, when I was coming through an undergrad, so I had my dean, and then she was my assistant dean. That's the easiest way I can explain it to you. And that's the only thing I will say. (laughs) Oh, this is secret society. Ooh, the secrecy. No, you cannot. (laughs) I be trying to be nosy for us, (laughs) y'all. There's other people out there who want to be nosy with me. GD dies. GD dies. It got stuck on my tongue. (laughs) What? GD eyes. What does that mean? God darn individual. Okay. So anyway. I'm not finna do this. I'm not finna do this. So we talking about sex. Why was the soul sex? Okay. Mm. In the context of um 
children, yeah. our young people. So listen, one of the um, questions that I get most often mm-hmm. as relates to this context is, how do I talk about sex mm. age appropriately? Mm-hmm. Like, what should I be saying? When should I be saying? Because oftentimes we're saying, kind of like you said, even in your intro and answering the questions, we're waiting too long. If we are saying something, it's it's often too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess in what context are we talking about sex? Are we talking about it as in like just only intercourse? Or are we talking about it as in I'm being intimate and I'm kissing and I'm hugging? See, that's why you hear, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Because you some know, people lump that all together. Yeah. They do lump it all together. Yeah, so I think it's a little bit different in showing affection. Right. Yeah. Like, And kids need to see that affection is not only in the intercourse you know or in the slow music that's on tv right or they close their their hands over their eyes and they're like okay watch this you know so i don't need my daughter or my son to see when i'm kissing her father that that's nasty right so i think it's it's layers to that too like how are we talking about sex to our children right absolutely even adults need to know that that's a distinction to be made, like yeah, intimacy versus sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this whole, I don't know if it's fear, shame, whatever, um, that we are. Of course, I don't have kids, haven't raised kids, but I'm thinking about my own experiences mm-hmm. as a kid, like looking backwards and observing them. Um, it's like, Parents, oh, don't don't stone me, parents. But it's like (laughs) parents are projecting shame. Like, because you are feeling discomfort or you Mm -hmm. are feeling, you know, whatever it is, then now you're kind of pouring that onto Mm -hmm. the child or into Mm -hmm. their experience of something that they might not even be sexualizing. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're seeing kissing on TV... As a child who's never been exposed to anything sexual, it's just kissing. It's just right. kissing. It's just kissing. And what's wrong with that? Why do you think we think something's wrong with the babies seeing any kind of affection? Because we think that that's going to make them grow up too fast, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're going to be doing adult things and they shouldn't be mm-hmm. seen adult things yeah it's kind of what i think i mean i think about this now my daughter wearing crop tops yeah right that's all they sell now right, right? but she couldn't understand like why i was saying no and i'm thinking to myself why am i saying no yeah why can't she she should have her belly out she okay she is she look the one who should and it should right, be anything <laughs> it shouldn't be anything wrong with it yeah. and i'm the one that's projecting that this is not yeah age appropriate mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for what She's still doing little girl things. Yeah. She's still doing cartwheels. We got a little t-shirt underneath it. But I, it's okay. I yeah. feel like some of it, some of it too is because adults know that other adults is nasty. That's and true. so it's a protective layer. That's true. But again, I feel like I'm robbing her of her childhood. That's fair. By trying to protect her from adults That's and so their baggage. Fair. It's not fair. Wow. Like mm. she becomes a in a sense, responsible for. Oh, exactly. wow. It's her. So, crop tops it is, sis. Wow. <laughs> do you have concerns? As a parent, do you have concerns about the people who might 
um, see her in inappropriate ways or sexualize her? Like, do you think about that? Or mm. is it kind of? No. Okay. Because I try to put her in the spaces that, you know, hopefully will that won't happen. I know, I know it can happen. Right. But, um, no, because then I think that's going to take my own. Mm. my own mind every single time I send her out the door right like, wait what do you mean talk about that if I'm always worried about what other adults or other people are going to do or how they're going to view her then that's going to make me to hurt now Jada you know you should not be doing wow. this you should not be doing yeah. that and she like I ain't even thinking about money like what are you mad at me for you right. know that's true so I don't even want to allow that in my mind because I don't want that to take her in a sense of right. I get what you're saying I was having a conversation recently about and, it, and with young people in the room, uh, having the conversation with adults, but there were young people in the room too. And I was just thinking like one of them, a teenager, she was just kind of saying, you know, sometimes they get tired of hearing, you know, all of the dialogue and the rhetoric around, you know, don't do this and this is out there and this is around the corner, you know, and the com- uh, the adults in the conversation were kind con- we were all kind of like yeah because really we're so fearful and calling that protection yeah and it's it's becoming weighty for young yes. people like it's like going in one ear and out the other like right. y'all all everything all everything is so heavy all the time always yep so I can see that. But I feel like they also are a bit naive too to some of the dangers. Yes. Because I remember to talking some to somebody and their kid made the comment like I would never be sex trafficked. Well, you don't yeah. know that. Especially Thanks. to your point of they are exposed to so much. They have so much access at their fingertips. Like you think you talking to a uh, a 11 year old boy mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. a 27 year old man who's trying to mm-hmm. right you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i think that there can be a healthy balance mm-hmm. yeah but that is on the adult exactly and that's really that is how the conversation started ironically enough mm. was someone um mentioning like you know for us we went through meaning us meaning like um, maybe our generation, mm-hmm. like millennial generation, lots and lots of trauma. So mm-hmm. now we're parenting through that lens, mm-hmm. and that's how the conversation started. So I think you're right. I think there needs to be a balance, mm-hmm. right? We don't want to parent out of fear, exactly. But how do we protect them and not parent out of fear? Right, by having these open conversations. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when you see kissing on your TV screen, it's like, girl, you can see that. Like, I kiss your daddy, don't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And connecting it to something That's that yes. is tangible for them. That's a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. What if they see kissing that is um, like a, what was that show? I'm, I'm not going to say the name of the show anyway. Um, there was a TV show, um, (laughs) and I have been hearing the name, hearing the name, Mm -hmm. and one of my stepdaughters was watching it. Mm -hmm. And then I heard, um, some adults talking about how the, the show was inappropriate. Like there were things happening on the show. It's Mm -hmm. teenagers on the show. Mm -hmm. I think it took place in a school or something. I know what you're talking about. 
And I heard some adults talking about the show, like in ways that was like, that's for that's for kids, you know, some mm. of the, the content. I was like, that's. Yeah. So I was say, saying to my husband, like, you think she should be watching that? We okay? What, what's 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 that? But here's what? the thing: if adults are that naive to think that these things aren't happening to their teenagers, they're the problem. So okay, this is so this is what I'm saying. Like they are being exposed to things. Mm-hmm. Like I can see, you know, like for example, in in my opinion, one woman's opinion, mm-hmm. seen to adults, um, maybe married or dating, kissing on television is different than mm-hmm. watching teenagers in a bedroom with the door closed kissing. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching TV with your children and they see that, what's the conversation? I mean, if they don't bring it up, then it's no conversation because they're right. not intrigued by it. Um, what age are you thinking they're not intrigued by? Oh, I don't think there's an age to it. It's just the level of maturity of, of You don't think kid. they're intrigued by it? I mean, not in- intrigued enough for us to have a conversation about really? it. No. So, like, the new, the latest little <clears throat> Disney movie, I don't know if I can say titles or not, came out and um, the little girl turned red mm-hmm. oh yeah you can say it okay so turning red mm-hmm. and so obviously the mom thought she started her period right so she's bringing all these pads yes. in there and i'm watching this movie with jada and i'm like what, what? Right. yeah and jada's like she didn't even know it, it went right, right over, over her head. how old is jada though jada's eight so, so she's in the age range it wasn't yes i started mine when i was nine so that's yeah mine. but so she should probably be knowing about that soon but right it just went over her head like yeah but that feels different to me than kissing it seems like kids even when they're very very young when they see kissing it's like because they're kids. well no i mean like think about the think about the kindergartners who are playing house yeah yeah and because they see parents grandparents whomever do right. these things and so there's not like in their brain they're like Oh, I'm kissing this other kid because I like them, or I have. These They're just feelings. doing what They're they see. They're doing what they see. I got you. You're right. Okay, mm-hmm. I see that. So you don't even feel like introducing a conversation about something that they are not even aware of yet. Right. Always makes sense. Because mm-hmm. then you're not mature enough yet. That's what that's telling me to even make connections mm-hmm. for it to even have, and that's not even gonna land anywhere because you didn't even think that that was even a thing. You just like you just mm-hmm. don't have a grid for that, right? At all. So, we'll do wait. you <laughs> think that kids are? Because obviously you're parenting your daughter really intentionally. Mm-hmm. The kids that you're seeing or were seeing in the school, mm-hmm. were they being exposed to things earlier on? And would you think that they would need a conversation? Even in their lack of maturity. Well, yeah, because they were asking me <laughs> the questions. And I'm like, yeah. um, yeah. let's run that by somebody else. Maybe right. your mom or your dad first, okay. you know, okay. um, before I just start spewing things Right, because then the, the parents are going to come back to you talking about something. Like, Why would you tell my kid? Why would you That's tell a my good kid point. that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just depends. I was actually leaving education right when like Instagram and things were coming like really, really popular. Mm. Okay. And so that became like more access for the kids. The cyberbullying mm. was becoming like the buzz thing. And so they were becoming to have more access to certain images and certain things. Right. And so yes, it was definitely starting to be on the uptick mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. 
I was even just thinking about another guest that we recorded with <clears throat> who was talking about how everything in media right now is being sexualized. Mm-hmm. And he, was, he referenced like bubblegum commercials. Yes. <laughs> everything. Everything. Maybe I haven't seen one in a while. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't, I, I didn't, the way that you're describing this agent stage, I forgot to consider that even though I am watching the overtly sexualized woman in the bubblegum commercial, um, a young girl watching the commercial is not experiencing it the same as me. I'm glad you said that because I was doing the thing where I'm like, why the children gotta (laughs) be exposed to, you know, like they don't even know for the most part. Okay. But there are some who do. There are some that do. What are we supposed to be saying to them? Well, then we're going to have to pull you on over to the side. Okay. And say, hey, no, everybody may not know this. Okay. So we're yeah. just going to keep that at the house. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. That's a quiet conversation. Because you can tell who knows and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. You okay. Tell, you can definitely tell who okay. does. And that's just a one-on-one conversation that we need to have. Mm. That... Honestly, like I'm seeing that as protecting the other children, mm-hmm. which I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I know that the teachers at the school that my children are at are approaching it in that way. But I think it also helps protect that child as well. Because mm-hmm. you don't know. For sure. What they are living with. For sure. You oh saw that God. in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yes. My, my stepmom is, um, works at a school as a nurse. And I remember her talking about how virtual learning, right? Class goes on break and little girl left her camera on. How sexually abused. They oh, immediately father. sent oh, cops father. to the house. Oh, father. Mm-hmm. Oh, father. So that protection piece, I see it as, yes, you are protecting others, but there is some child somewhere who maybe your kid didn't keep it at the house and they said it out loud and something in their brain went, oh, wait, that's not supposed to happen? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus, that was heavy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm also thinking about, as you were talking, um, I saw someone post on um, Facebook recently that their child, their grandchild, actually, um, encountered another student at school who um, was saying things inappropriately, I think, Mm -hmm. saying inappropriate things. Um, And she was just so upset, Mm. which totally valid, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of her anger was toward the other child. Mm. And I get it on some level because, again, out of protection of your own, right? Mm -hmm. But I just couldn't help but think, what in God's name is that child being exposed to that they would come to school using that language or mm-hmm. saying that to another student? Um, and it felt like the anger was misdirected. Well, because then that parent maybe didn't want to actually have the conversation mm. with their kid, right? Ooh. Because mm-hmm. now now I got to be open mm. with you about this, and now we got now I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And now this creates a thing in my house. So that's a good point, Nicole. Like, even if your child, if you and your home are not exposing your child to these things, and so you don't have to explain these things, Mm -hmm. right? But then they go to school and they are exposed. 
Now you are responsible to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And some people just don't want to have that conversation. See, and that's a lot of why we wanted to have this podcast was we really need to work out our own discomfort, yes. our own shame, yes. resolve our own trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we can't parent with all of this no unresolved crap no. without pouring it onto and into our children. Mm-hmm. Like literally there's a parent somewhere mm-hmm. who is having a visceral visceral response to the idea that you're not talking to your kids about this because of your shame. Mm-hmm. Mm. Somebody wants to resist that truth right now because it hurts mm-hmm. and it's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it feels like blame. Mm-hmm. But really we're saying like you heal so that your baby can mm-hmm. grow up in flourish. Mm-hmm. It's a missed yeah. opportunity for sure. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And we don't have to give it all to them. No. You know, it's stages. Absolutely. That's why I say when we're talking about sex, so what are we talking about? Okay, can you talk about the stages? Because I think parents think if I have talked to my kids about sex, I got to say all the stuff that I'm thinking about (laughs) with respect (laughs) to sex. Talking about what you doing behind your closed doors. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't what we say. You don't want your baby to know all the stuff you doing. Right. No, absolutely not. Okay, so. Exactly. So, what are we saying to? So, okay, let me ask you this. So, we have is—is it childhood, adolescence, and then um, what's the next stage? Teenagers. Teenagers. So, okay, let's talk about childhood. Mm -hmm. What age is this? So, childhood, I think, is going to be from birth to like Mm -hmm. (laughs) to adolescence. I mean, until you're like ten. So, what are we saying? to our children with respect to sex, um, not just intimacy or affection, sex. I mean, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I'm not really telling my daughter this is sex. You okay. Know? Okay. I'm getting her comfortable with naming things like vagina. Perfect. Penis, Thank yeah. you. Breasts. Thank you. You need to know your not body cookie. parts. Yeah. And we're not doing the nicknaming things. Why are we not? Tell us why. Well, just in case, heaven forbid, someone is to touch her. Yeah. I need to know specifically, where do they touch you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like a kiki, kiki and right. thing. This is serious. You need to be able to tell me and identify your parts. Right. Um, okay. So that's just for her own safety. But, I mean, that's what those things are called. That's what it is in. Anatomically correct In language. the book. Yeah. And when you read it, I don't need you to be like, hey. Right. Nah, nah. You know? Yes. You've already heard it. My mom has already said it. Right. Yeah. It's fine. Good deal. I love that. Okay, so I love that you're you freeing a mama right now who was nervous that she got to tell her four-year-old about intercourse. No. So you're saying, like, at that stage, it's more important that they understand this body part is this, it's Mm -hmm. named this, and if someone is touching me here, I need to be telling my parents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so what about the kid in that stage of life Mm -hmm. who has been exposed too early who has been molested who has Mm. seen something that they shouldn't have um what are we saying to those children at that stage i think we're still saying the same thing okay Mm. they're still children just because life has given them a horrible situation doesn't take that they're still a a child away oh nicole the same message and that's the problem that i think we make is because somebody has been molested we equate that with being like an adult Mm. we automatically need to tell you that 
this shame is on you and we have to treat you differently. No, they are still a, a child. Wow. So let them be. Let them be. This bad thing happened to you, sweetheart, but you are still a kid. What, Nicole? And it what was not your. It was not you. It was not you. You didn't you. do anything yeah. to prompt it or provoke it. That is so powerful. Mm. Yeah, I think sometimes we try to let these situations mature children, mm. and that's not a way to mature. Girl, you just said something. Because they're not mature still. No, <laughs> the brain no. don't even fully develop to twenty five. Ma'am, so. So we don't have to, I feel like that's very, very freeing. We don't have to just because um, someone has violated you. We don't have to place, because that is, again, it seems like the way you're describing it, like this is hitting me like a ton of bricks right now. That is, again, placing undue weight on the child. Mm -hmm. That's forcing them to grow up way too, it's like I have almost assumed when you're a child and you've been violated, like you have to grow up. Mm -hmm. No. Mm. Now you have to. No. Let's just give wow. you the tools to heal, but and you're still a child. Restore that innocence. Restore it. Yeah. Because it's lost for most of them. Yeah. Because of the people who are around them, them trying to help them <laughs> yes. heal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, I mean, it's so simple that I'm always, almost looking at you like, what? But. <laughs> But we no. complicate things. Yes, yes we do. I definitely have. Mm -hmm. And that's probably my own experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I experienced mm -hmm. it. So you're giving me an entirely different lens and vantage point. Mm -hmm. And it's true. It's like, no, you're still a child. Mm -hmm. And I almost want to. Uh, like, I don't want to reinforce the damage and the trauma being done. Mm -hmm. Like, I really want to help cultivate. Mm -hmm child like oh my goodness mm -hmm. innocence yeah why didn't i know that very strange i don't think it's strange it's just we haven't had the conversation mm -hmm. and now we're having it oh thank you for the conversation okay so <laughs> adolescence yes so that's when we're getting into puberty mm. where so you the conversation you were at Yes. Yeah. yeah, your conversation gonna change because now, I mean, now your penis is getting hard. Yes. Your breast is tingling. Yes. You're seeing things and you're like, mm -hmm. I'm feeling some kind of way. Right. Yeah. What's the conversation? What do you say to your adolescent? Well, I mean, I don't have one yet. But <laughs> right. <laughs> but I have With one these yet. are students. But my students, I mean, it was more of me just observing things, right? Okay. And observing interactions and saying, you know, I know you might be feeling certain things, mm -hmm. but there's a time and a place for that. And we're not going to be able to do that here at school. Oh. <laughs> so then I would have a relationship with the parents and say, hey, are they talking Come to on, you? Educator with relationship with the parent. I mean, hey, are they talking to you about so-and-so? Are they mentioned that they like so-and-so uh -huh. or that they talking to so-and-so? Uh -huh. And they're like, no. Oh, well, you should probably talk, you should to, probably your kid. talk to them about that. Yeah. And that's how I leave it. I, I like should. that empowering the parent. Yeah, because I know what I'm seeing. Right. And I want you to be able to see mm -hmm. it too. And you're saying the most appropriate context for them to have this conversation is with their parent. Yes. Now, if their parent is not there, then, of course, I'm going to try to, you know, yeah, do guide. what I can, guide it. 
but that's not my place. That's a good point. I think oftentimes parents are expecting educators to carry that weight. The only reason why I will disagree with you is because if they did, we would have sex ed in schools. Oh, father. Mm. And that's just that's just me. If parents expected the educators if to do it. If parents really were worried about the sex education and really thought my kids should be learning this at school from their teacher, we wouldn't have such a... Oh, because parents push, push back against that at school. Correct. You're right. You're right. I need to be the person to talk to my child, but then you don't talk but to But then you child. don't talk to them. No. <laughs> and then you're telling them to cover their eyes. Mm-hmm. And then you never Dang kiss they, they daddy or they mama in front of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just want to, well, I'll tell them when they're ready. Well, sweetie, they I'm sorry. Ready. T- okay. <laughs> Hello. Get ready. Yeah. The fact that's that we don't good... teach little boys about what periods are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Because there were some people upset about the turning red. Movie yeah. There for was that reason. Like, don't yep. tell my son doesn't need to see or know or hear. And I bet your homeboy didn't even think twice about it. Didn't think because it, it went right past my baby's head. Like, huh? Yeah. What? But once they're <laughs> in that adolescent age and stage. It's just an opportunity. Yeah. Well, I mean, but girls are getting their periods even earlier. Seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the period conversation with children? I feel like it's come. It's better now than right. our day mm-hmm. because, like, products are specifically like them little or backpacks. They're cute now. Yes, yeah. and it's not such a like. Oh my god, oh, I got no. this thick. Mm. always pad in this yeah. little bitty purse mm-hmm. and I gotta take extra underwear and mm-hmm. I had an extra mm-hmm. set of clothes like they're creating things to help with the stigma mm-hmm. okay but so but what are the parents saying to their children about what could they say to their children about this experience that is What's normal conversation? yeah I agree just like sex is normal <laughs> right Just like you like, growing taller is or yes. you filling out that's normal that's mm-hmm. what happens what i don't like is i don't i personally have an issue with okay my daughter's starting her period you're a woman now ah, that's ah, why yes. i'm asking i don't ah, think people ah, know ah. the language to use i don't think people know how to start the conversation mm. It's awkward. Yeah. And I think it's awkward because people are not being taught how to have this conversation mm-hmm. with their children. Okay. So what can we encourage people to say yeah. or how to o- how to open the conversation? When's a good time? Mm-hmm. I even like when you, when you're responding even in the ways that you're describing talking to the parents, you're doing it in a way that is really non threatening mm-hmm. and it's you know even talking to saying to the parent like hey have you heard you know rather mm-hmm. than it being like a we need to talk yeah you know <laughs> exactly so like what are some ways that we can encourage parents to engage their children in this conversation specifically the period conversation well one i think there's always signs that your child yes. is about to start their period okay you notice the attitude is coming yes. okay you notice they're a little bit more like mm, on edge all the time mm-hmm. upset crying i mean like there are signs that yeah. you're like, something happening. Has mm-hmm. she started her period yet? No. Okay, she hasn't. We need. To we start. probably need to start having yeah. this conversation that, hey, your body is going to go through these changes. Okay. And we just need to talk about your body. Let's, okay. Let's talk about it. But one, we've already had this talk because 
I know that you're getting breasts. Yeah. Before oh, I bought really? you a bra. When yeah. I bought you a bra. Right. That was the first conversation. Right. Okay. You're getting breasts. Yeah. So this is like one continuum of conversation. Yes. Gotcha. So we've already talked about your breast about coming, a yeah. lot of your anatomy mm-hmm. even before mm-hmm. your cycle. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that. I like that. And even for the parent who maybe feels behind, like I, yeah. my child is 11. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Now what? And you're saying, okay. again, just re- be relaxed. It doesn't have to be doom and gloom. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be heavy. Just... I like your approach. Yeah. And if they've seen their mom right. or guardian. So we don't have to hide, no. you know, I tampons. Sure and, honey. Okay. Oh. Jada's walking in and seeing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I prefer to have privacy, but what is that? Right. You know? Yeah. So if you're going to walk in, mommy is using a tampon right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I have privacy, please? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you're already using the words. Yeah, yeah, I'm already. So she's not going to be like, tampon. Huh? And can I also parenthetically insert here? Come on, as preacher. soon as uh, a child's period starts, uh-huh. they can use whatever method. That can be a cup, that can be a disc, that can be a tampon. <gasps> Alicia! A I said what I said, how I said when I said it. <laughs> you know people we think it's tampons are right now. Oh my God, that tampon is going to break her hymen. First of all, slap yourself. Yeah. And who cares if her hymen breaks using a the tampon? tampon ain't going to break her hymen. It's not? But what if it did? We need to have a conversation. We need to. Mm. <laughs> I need to say education. If you're exactly. an OBGYN listening to this podcast, come on the show. Um, c- uh, email us at connect at the good. No, I'm serious. Tell no. me. I'm being dead serious. I am a, a, I am a not tampon edu- cannot. So let me not say that it cannot. Okay. I think the perception in the early, in our early years, was it was a precursor to sex. Mm-hmm. And that is very ignorant mm-hmm. i get that yeah i see what you're right. saying and so a kid's hymen because it's actually um tissue well yeah that's not where you're going I don't, okay. th- that's not where i was going i'm sorry um so some people her hands were like, doing a thing yeah. y'all and i was oh, like I was, what yeah, are yeah, I, hands was, doing? I was okay. trying to, to think Go. um so hopefully some people know maybe you don't maybe it's the first time you heard it like your your hymen can um rupture mm-hmm. when you're playing soccer mm-hmm. when you are mm-hmm. at, if you're a gymnast yeah because of the force some people's um partially tear mm-hmm. so like there's a lot of different mistruths mm-hmm. that came about but specifically when you were talking about in period mm-hmm. their body can handle any method of collection yeah and i'm thinking if you are one who's associating not breaking the hymen to preserve innocence or purity mm-hmm. that's why i'm saying but a hymen is if not a we can not exactly yeah so if we can renew our minds in that respect yeah we're not living in the same time yeah when a woman could not get married unless her hymen was intact mm-hmm which that was absurd then. Right. Who was doing the checks? Child, they was doing the checks. We had an episode, child. I hope y'all listened to that one. They was doing the check. Which episode so they can go back? I done forgot. I think it was the after show. Dang. You have to go to our Instagram, y'all. Okay. Find it, Lord. I don't know. But yeah, they were literally checking. And if her hymen was not intact, then In the, the marriage was null and void. And she yeah. was literally banished to shame. It's in the Bible because it was happening during that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. God isn't endorsing this 
no. crap. But <laughs> it was happening. So, you know, the Bible is about what was happening it. at yeah. that time. Right. Yeah. But, no, that's why I said, who cares if her hymen's broken oh, using a it. freaking tampon? Who got cares it. anymore? Yeah. Unless you're T.I. trying to check your daughter's hymen. Yeah. Oh, God. I love you, T.I. And also, I think he learned his lesson, though. We hope so. I think he did. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so any age, even beginning your cycle, you can use any form of. Yes. Yeah. Anything that they are comfortable with. And that doesn't mean that your daughter is being sexualized. Absolutely not. It doesn't mean like you associating putting a tampon or a cup in her vagina with a penis in her vagina. You need to. You need some help. Yes. You need to reflect back on yourself. Yes. But again. A eight or nine year old is probably not going to be able to put it. They're not. You know? They're not. So, do we want to teach them? I, I'm not a mama. See, see, this why that's I'm why I'm asking this mama. Is where, this where they gonna, gonna say, say we don't know nothing, Alicia. Yeah, you do. You know something. I'm just gonna something. say no. Think about when you were eight or nine. You think you can handle a tampon? Here's the thing. I was dancing competitively. And that so makes sense for you. To wear that that pad was like the most embarrassing. That's thing. very true. Yeah. And even they were swimmers, and that was yes, that's very true. Had to put that's very so maybe it's just honestly the way that you're approaching the conversation from beginning. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shame is being washed away. Yes, and so even like I remember as an adult, my cousin teaching me how to use they. It was an OB. Remember oh, those? Oh yeah. I had a yes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to manually put it in. Yes, <gasps> but I was really struggling with putting my own fingers oh, in yeah. my vagina. Come on, and I don't know. It probably had a lot to do with my trauma. Yeah, um, but great. even besides the trauma, it was icky to me. The idea of me touching, yeah, um, you know Something what's that coming out in oh. my. Yeah, it's like it That's smells bad. Yeah. It was I was having a whole ex, but okay. she was my cousin is passed on now. Oh God, that's so weird. She just passed away recently, but oh, it's so weird talking about this and she's not even here. Yeah. But anyway, she I had two big cousins who were just like big sisters to me, mm-hmm. mamas to me, low key, mm-hmm. you know. But um. Yeah, she was real like big sister, big cousin about it. It was like, girl, it's not nasty. It's your body. Now put your these finger like. Mm-hmm. And so me having this mm-hmm. and for her to be like, girl, girl that's yours. Yes. Put your finger into you done put your fingers in there before. Yes. You know, like even just talking to me like that mm-hmm. without a bunch of her own yeah. hang ups. You know, it was just yeah. she was normalizing it for yeah. me. So, okay, I can see that, Alicia. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was thinking the same thing. Like, do we want her? But that makes sense, especially because we don't have to use sanitary napkins anymore. Mm-mm. Especially if you're in a sport or something mm-hmm. where you don't. Well, and too, like, if you think about, like, all these, you don't hear about the toxic shock syndrome Mm-mm. with these alternative methods mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, even for the person who is like environmentally conscious mm-hmm. to me girl you are real good at your job i be trying like <laughs> you know <laughs> I gotta, that's true i gotta be knowing i be talking about um i just think you know whenever time comes if we have a kid and it's a girl like i'm gonna present all of the options to you yeah, and yeah. say when you are ready okay these are the different things at your disposal yeah, and when you are ready, Get you can start options. here, mm-hmm. 
and you move up. Alicia, that's so good. Mommy uses this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me tell you, I done had this IUD faithfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day long. <laughs> okay? And I'm one of the ones that really don't got nothing. Yeah. And so the thought of having to go back to pads and tampons just yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. And the whole pink tax thing and, you, mm. you know, we can go mm. far, mm. far left field with that. But just even... Like don't it's that's too much. Just it's just too much. I don't want to just give me the look up, give me a little mm-hmm, disc, and mm-hmm. then we can move on about our day. And yeah. again, if we've been having these conversations, yes, then there's already less weird. stigma anyway. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the pomp and circumstance that we put around when? Okay, my little girl just started her period. Ah, like we like because I feel like that can go one way or the other. It what can. do you mean? I don't know. Get it? So what? like, if it's like the the celebration of a of a girl, I remember when after I started my period, I feel like we went out to dinner, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure my thing. pop came with us, and I was like, every I time I go, every time I get up to go to the bathroom, y'all know what I'm about to do. Ooh, that was embarrassing. I just, it just, I just, we didn't have to go to dinner. If we was going to go to dinner, it should just be me. They were celebrating your womanhood? I just, I don't, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Should we be equating having your cycle with womanhood and? No. Okay. Because then people will say, oh, well, you know she can get pregnant now. Ooh. And she's not even thinking about not sex. Not even thinking about it. And then sex Y'all is all becomes stuff. this whole like, oh my God, we can't talk about sex because you know she started her period. It, that's so true, Nicole. Yes. It becomes a whole thing. We have to stop doing this. They're not even thinking like that. They're not. They're not. Many of them are not. Right. Some of them are. Okay. And, and you told us what to do tools. with them. Right. Yes. Let me give you the tools. Let me talk to you over here. But the others are just like, la, 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 la. <laughs> And we don't have to treat the ones who are not as if they are. Mm-hmm. We can We can preserve their... Yes. innocence yeah. as long as we can mm-hmm. i love that okay so then you did just mention the ones who maybe do know or have been exposed mm-hmm. and again we're bringing them to the side we're not trying to shame or humiliate them nope. um and we're either having a conversation about the parents talking about this with parents mm-hmm. um or if you are the parent the conversation is i mean hey Let's just talk about it. Tell me what you know. What mm. you already know. That's a good okay. point. Because you know they're hearing it from somewhere. Yeah, what, you know they've you been know told the this? wrong thing. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, don't even have to have the answers. Point. You let the que- you let the conversation Ooh, develop. Yes. Oh, what do you know about Parents this? Parents should be P.I. Ask the questions. <laughs> Listen, because I'm asking the questions, honey. I'm asking. <laughs> and let them Where talk. Where you heard that at? Right. But see, the way you asking the question, though, you're going to get more information than some of these other parents. You need to help them. Just like this. But help them do it like you're doing it. Like, this is how how she, like, even even when we were, like, um, coming through Delta. Like, so so tell me, what? Well, so do you think that this is. You've always done this. Is this your own personality or is this your lack of apprehension or shame around the topic? Or what is that? That's a good question. I think it might be my personality, but it's also me just trying to have a relationship with people (gasps) so that I want you to feel open enough to just, I don't want to come to my own conclusions. I want you to just lead this however you feel this needs to go. Yeah. And then I'm going to just adjust. Right. By whatever whatever you you tell me. Yeah. So So parents should be seeking out relationship. It's not just having the conversation. mm -hmm. 
It's mm. this is cultivating and building relationship between you and your child. Exactly. Because if you start feeling that tingle down there mm-hmm. in your vagina, you're going to be like, mama. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. Well, right. And if you don't, if the child doesn't, you want to be the parent who is probing in a way that's non-threatening, that's right. not intimidating, that's not shaming, mm-hmm. that's not humiliating, because they might be more open to talk if you talk engage them. Yes. Yep. You just said something because that's even, I mean, no, we're not trying to preach to y'all or nothing, but I'm just thinking <laughs> like even in our relationship with God, like mm. relationship being the goal, it is. not just following a bunch of rules, Mm-mm. like literally like I'm engaging in prayer because it's conversation with mm. someone that I want to be in relationship exactly. with rather than trying to like, yeah, just our goal be off. Mess up. Yes. Just because you give birth to them doesn't mean that you have a relationship. It doesn't. Ooh. You got to cultivate that thing. <laughs> I felt that thing in my oh, shine. I, I said, let me, let me insert that. That here. was the Lord. Just because you, God, oh, is, God is your father. That don't mean you got relationships. Oh, God. Lots of people were birthed by their parents, but they don't have relationships with oh them. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal. That's the key yeah. is relationship. Yeah. That changes the whole tone of the it conversation. Does. And and that changed how I, I talked. That mm-hmm. changed how I engaged with my parents. Mm-hmm. Like my parents was like, yeah, Miss Prim. Well, Miss Prim said this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, because you know me and your mama is cool. Okay. Yes. You want me to call your mom? Yeah. Right. But it was the relationship that I sought out first because I have to have your trust. Girl, that's so good. <gasps> trust. You gotta have your trust. And I, I, I have to earn my daughter's trust and my son's trust. Come oh, you done pissed somebody off here. I have to, right? It's not just somebody automatic. is saying, I'm the parent. Do what I say. How'd that work out for you when you was growing up and you heard that? Did no. not. No, ma'am. So earn your parent, earn your children's trust. Girl, what? I mean, I even have to ask my daughter, like, before, like, do you trust me? Mm. I'm about, this is emotional a little bit. Yeah, do you trust me? Because if you say no, then I need to figure out what we need to do about that, because you can say no. But luckily, she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, do you know what that means? To really trust mommy? Like, I got your back, right? You know that. Like, mm. I'm not going to let nothing happen to you. Girl, yeah. I would tell you anything. I would be telling you all. <laughs> <laughs> like, mama, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> but it is. That's it is. beautiful. And that's how I think, like, sex won't be such a taboo in my house because my daughter trusts Trust me. Trust yeah. you. And she knows I'm going to tell her the truth. And yeah. if I don't know something, I'm going to say, you know what? I don't know. Girl, that's the key right there. You dropping off. I don't know. Nuggets. But let's go. Let me go Google it. Right. Let me go see real quick. So are quick. you a parent who feels like it's, it's, you should apologize, apologize to your kid? Absolutely. And Kay. I do apologize. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know somebody there are a lot of. Somebody needs to hear that. Somebody needs to hear. Absolutely. And if you're struggling with that, that's about you and not your child. Because we make our kids tell us, I'm sorry, right? Ooh. So we all model oh, that. Oh! So I have to oh. model what good sex and healthy intimacy looks Come. like. If I want my kids to here. develop that too. Right? Listen, you're helping us as adults. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as someone with no kids, I am helped. I'm helped. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Even, even I'm thinking about all the young people that I come in contact with and how my heart should be, mm-hmm. is, and will be relationship, connection, trust. That is mm-hmm. intimacy. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. There's layers to this. This is good. Yeah. This is really good. Okay, so tell me about past adolescence. Mm -hmm. Now we moving into, what is that, preteen, teenager? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the conversation is not just anatomy anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not just, what is the age? Okay, wait, wait. We might need to rewind a little bit. Um, even be even apart from like children being exposed to things too early, children being molested, children being you know violated in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what is the age where hormonally they start experiencing. Um, now see we've talked about this before too. I'm gonna say because even because. Because even babies, children, right? Babies mm-hmm. are very inquisitive. Like little boys want to touch their penis, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, what's this?" Because like, they, yeah. it's th- it is a sensation, even though right. they're not sexualizing it, right? Mm-hmm. Even when they're children, correct? Yeah, my son is one, and he's touching his penis yeah. constantly, and that's <laughs> when his not a now. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, what's this? Yeah. So they're that's not a conversation about, again, I love what you said. We're not having to have a conversation about masturbation when you're one. No. Okay, when it is time to have the conversation about masturbation, mm-hmm. when is that and what does that look like? I mean, I feel like you always like. There's probably, indicators. Yeah, yeah. And then you probably catch a kid. Remember on Roseanne when DJ kept going in the bathroom? Yeah. When we were kids, we would watch Roseanne with my dad and my stepmom. We watched Roseanne. We watched TGIF. We watched Roseanne. And DJ was going in the bathroom a lot. And I remember the episode as a kid watching it. And I it went right over my head. I don't I didn't know what the heck was going on. Mm -hmm. But then being older and watching reruns, it was like, oh, DJ was masturbating. (laughs) Got it. Like I wonder, did my brother watching that know what he was doing? But nobody said anything. Or maybe they had a a conversation with just the guys. And maybe you just Oh, that's good. You're good. Maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe I would hope so. So that's why I'm wondering, I'm curious about this conversation, especially Christians. I think Christians get really weirded out by masturbation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is sin. And like, we got to address your sin problem. Like <laughs> when you start masturbating as a kid. Mm-hmm. So ooh, y'all almost choked on my cough drop. Um, oh God. Hallelujah. I'm still here. Okay. So. Are the children sexualizing or thinking about sex, essentially, even when they're masturbating? Maybe not. Maybe not. It may just be like, oh, I'm enjoying this feeling. This feels good. This is giving me the release that I need. Yes. Now moving on. Because I don't even know if they think, if they know, can equate that it's a release. Yeah, they just think it's. Yeah, I used to have a little if boy that used to masturbate good. in class all the time. He and did it in class? In class as a sixth oh, grader. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And it was just one of those things that was just like, okay, he's not going to stop this. He's going to do this. And yeah. so it was like, if you feel that, you mind if I just touch you mm-hmm. on, your, on your arm to tell mm-hmm. you to stop, and then you got to go to the bathroom. Because you can't be doing that in public. You know, you can't be doing right. that out here in the classroom. Yeah. But I would just, I would notice he would get the going. And I'm like, and his in eyes the is classroom. moving. In the classroom, girl. And I just go touch And he y'all. was in what grade? Six. I would go over and touch him. Oh, Jesus. He had some other things going on, too. Okay. But okay. 
But still, it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. In the classroom, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things I'm like, like well, I'm not going to tell him. I mean, he obviously needs to do it. Right. But he's going to do it. In the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? But see, that's what I'm, I'm the, all the little dots are connecting. Because if you're having the conversation in childhood mm-hmm. about this being your penis mm-hmm. and the privacy conversation, like not exposing your penis right. in public. Mm-hmm. And so that's why those conversations are mm-hmm. so necessary. Yes. Like establishing boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want, you know, anyone to see your private parts this is private that's why they're private Mm -hmm. so you obviously if you don't want people to see your penis you're not masturbating in class exactly and it doesn't have to be a big shame spiral it's Mm -hmm. just oh this is private Mm -hmm. i do this in private Mm -hmm. time and place for everything so see we the christians (laughs) we don't even want you masturbating in private Mm -hmm. We and don't. then when I tell you when you get married, okay, tell them how you want it. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just don't make no <laughs> sense. <laughs> it don't. I'm but sorry. seriously, like time and place. I don't know if we're gonna be able to convince some Christians that this is that this is absolutely a part of and your natural development. I don't think and that's, that's fine. our job too. No. But I am thinking though about their children who are having these physical, physical, physical and hormonal urges. Yes. Not because of the devil. No. Their body it's doing it. <laughs> it's and guess what? The God who created them. Their body. Created their bodies. Okay. Created those homo- okay. Ho- hormones. Okay. That start around eight or nine to really seven, eight, nine when so the puberty's going. So it's confusing. Going. I would think as an eight or nine-year-old who your body is doing this involuntarily and someone's telling you it's sinful. Right. Yeah. That's Like, shame. how do you experience God when you're like, I can't help it. It's erect. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Take a cold shower. That's what we tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the parents who are open to hear, <laughs> <laughs> we're yet praying for the other. Snow's yeah. honest to goodness. Yeah. yeah. No judgment if that's your no. belief. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you to prayerfully consider. Okay. Thank you, Alicia. I, if that if that is your your hard and fast line, if that is your personal conviction, I'm not here to tell you that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But however, I want you to prayerfully consider and um, biblically consider. Please thank you. read your word. Show me book chapter verse Listen, where you find that. Please book chapter verse it because we are doing our kids a disservice. We don't have sex education in schools. Mm-mm. We are afraid to have the conversations with them. And then we want to at, at the people who are actually trying to do the work in order for people to be informed. And if you bring up Onan spilling his seed, oh God. I'm going to scream. No, for real. <laughs> there is there is a woman um, who is sex positive families. I think on Instagram, I was trying to look it up. I think it's sex positive underscore families. She has a lot. Yeah, that's right. Sex positive underscore families. She has a lot of resources for various ages and stages of how to have the conversation. Oh, thank you, Alicia. With your children about all things sex. Like, oh, my gosh, I actually have a, an erection. Mm-hmm. I do teacher nicole i do not always happen to help mm-hmm, me please mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and i remember even seeing her on a podcast and she was talking about how like you know when you're shopping and your mom the kid if the kids are with you they go into the family bathroom and she changed her her disc mm-hmm. 
and she explained to her son, son. what she was doing. Yeah, we really got to destigmatize that too. Yes. That um, I know there are people who are really uncomfortable with. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe they feel it inappropriate for their son, oh. even to be exposed to their own body. Yeah. You know, their son seeing mom coming because kids the, come in the bathroom. Our teenagers come in the bathroom with me. Okay. Okay. So then they grown. <laughs> they 17 and 19. Listen. Okay. So please, can I have one? Se- but so your child coming in the bathroom when you're in the bathroom mm-hmm. on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might not see everything in great detail, yeah. but it's like. Do we have to stigmatize our children seeing our bodies? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We and if we be. are, that has more to do again with us and us, our yeah. hangups than them. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to note, because we're talking a lot about boys masturbating, but girls masturbating. They do. I was uh, a young girl, run, like, humping my like teddy the, bear. Yes, or, like, the um, arm of the couch. Couch. Yeah. Yes. So even still, girls masturbating. And telling them that they are unladylike or they being fast. Fast. They feel things, people. Don't you feel something when you trying to get intimate with somebody? Oh. (laughs) See, and that's the thing. We're thinking they're trying to get intimate with somebody. No, they just, they, they're trying to figure it out. Out. Thank you. They're trying to figure it out. But that that also goes into the question or to the the statement of we don't teach our kids what um, pleasure is because we don't even know what so, yeah, pleasure we is. Adults don't know. Well, we only equate it to one thing. What's that conversation about pleasure? Yeah, with the kids, especially adolescent moving into preteen. Mm-mm. Again, I haven't crossed that bridge. Yeah. You know right. what? I haven't crossed that bridge, right. you know, and I can only do so much, you know, as a yeah. as an educator, you know. Right. But as a parent, oh. You know what I found? And I haven't had many conversations. Mm-hmm. I'm a newlywed. And I also try really hard to um, honor um, my stepdaughter's mother yeah. Yeah. and their relationship with her. Um and even their dad, mm-hmm. like certain conversations, I feel like I just kind of point them in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but there have been a, a couple of times, a few times where conversations have just kind of naturally evolved mm-hmm. into a thing. Um, and I love Nicole overarchingly your approach because it's very. Did you kiss the mic? It's I'm intentional, <laughs> but it feels real. <laughs> right. Was I was trying to find words. Check. I don't know I what that distracted. was. I don't know what that was, but it helped me think in the moment. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. No, um, I like the kind of candid and um lighthearted you know this doesn't have to feel stern and heavy and pointed and Mm -hmm. you you know um just kind of like and I can recall like a couple conversations where it's like I felt myself just kind of mentioning something or asking something and being like that's enough for today Crystal Mm -hmm. leave it alone like Mm -hmm. because you know me Alicia I might want to cycle in lines and let's Mm -hmm. talk let's go and it's like girl let it breathe. Let her let have a minute. Right. <laughs> yes. Let the beat build. Yeah. build. It's so Absolutely. It's back. You gotta rest the meat after you grill it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I can like I like um keeping it light. Yeah. yeah. 
keeping it light. I was having to do a lot of breathing, you know. <laughs> um, I was moving around as the conversation was happening because my face was probably doing things. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't want her to see that, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like having to wrestle with, like, my own mm-hmm. stuff but not, again, project that. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted another opportunity to have another conversation. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if I keep it light, you know, if I just chill, again, she'll come, come back. back again. It will come back again. And, and I have a 16-year-old niece um, right now, too, who's also my goddaughter. But I keep it pretty light, pretty light with her, too. You yeah. Know? Girl, can you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> Educate me, because you know. You know I don't know. <laughs> Wink, wink, right? <laughs> but I mean, you know, but yeah. girl, you know, I don't know. So yeah, yeah, me, yeah. She's not gonna say necessarily some things to her mom, right? But I'm like, tell me, cause you know, I need to know, cause yeah. Jada's gonna be this age. You gotta mm. tell me, oh, Nicole. you know. So then she starts to share, and I'm like, okay, Facts. we're good, we're good, sis. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> she's good. Yeah, you ain't gotta worry about that. She's good, you know. Yeah. So I love it. How you? I'm going love back it. to community yeah. and having relationships. That's good. And all ties. Together. Trusting someone else with your child because that can be Ooh, difficult mm-hmm. she might not tell you just because your mom yeah. right yeah my little cousin um little cousin her her mom is one of the two women that i was saying earlier mm-hmm. my cousins that were like big sisters mm-hmm. she went through this age and stage it's so funny i'm gonna just say they know who i'm talking about daria is my cousin um. <laughs> <laughs> I did not tell her to do Daria this. Daria is my cousin who I grew up and she was like big sister to me. Uh-huh. Um, and she had a daughter, Corey, who just graduated. Aww. Shout out to Corey. Um, so Corey went through an age and stage where she loved everything I did. She loved my hair. She oh. loved what I was wearing. She's like, oh my God, it's so cute. And everything her mother did was like, oh, mom, yeah. <laughs> mom, which was hilarious because I was wearing Daria's clothes. Oh, God. <laughs> Daria was doing my hair like That's she didn't funny. know that so simply because it's her mom yeah it's like well. if my mom is doing it it's very mom mm-hmm. you know like but my big cousin is cool you know yeah. so being a mom who's comfortable with your kids trusting another adult mm-hmm. that you trust that I trust yeah I th- that's totally fine because again it's, it takes a village I mean and that seems right. very cliche but it legit takes it's a true. village and and my sister-in-law is comfortable with yeah. my niece coming to me. And she's like, listen, if she ain't coming to me, she, she coming to, to you. Yeah. I need her to come to somebody that somebody. I trust. And I'm like, if something is legit going on, right. you're going to tell her. You, right. You know, and I'm going to tell her and I'm going to tell I'm you. I'm going to tell you. Right. No, I'm going to tell you. So, mom, you know. But I love that. Yeah. There's a delicate art to the child trusting you knowing like, hey, if if you're in any danger or anything that's, you know, you know I'm going to have to rap with your mama. Mm-hmm. You know? And I mean, I even say that lines it now. You know, I'm gonna tell your mama. Yeah, right. And they, and yet they still trust you. Yes, you know. Yeah, we gotta pray for that level of wisdom, y'all. Talking to these kids. Yeah, that's beautiful. Now everything don't have to go back to your mama. Of course. Right, of course, right. Of course. But yeah, and if mom trusts you, right, that, that dyma- exactly. dynamic works. Even as counselors, I'm thinking about conversations that I've had with clients mm-hmm. who are, you know suicidal Mm -hmm. it's like well you already know i'm gonna have to engage somebody that's gonna intervene right Mm -hmm. at the same time like we have a connection and a trust here um that still they would share that with me so yeah that's a fine art that's a fine art that that i think maybe we should talk again um 
with parents about how to develop that skill. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I see that as a, a, a bit of a dance. Yeah. I, I feel like you, that's what I took more than anything from this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Your approach is, yeah. and you, I don't know if you, can you teach that? <laughs> Right, can you write a book? Something, yeah. Host a seminar. Something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like modeled and emulated. I was going to say like just maybe being around someone who. I think I've seen the missed opportunities in my own life. Okay. And so So I think. And so I reflect back and I'm like, okay. That's good. That wasn't given to me, so let me let me try to be that. Yeah, that's for my good. daughter or for my students or whatever young Whatever. person at the church that I come into contact yeah. with. I love that too yeah. because there are lots of people who didn't get it, and mm-hmm. oftentimes will kind of rest there. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't nobody tell me? I didn't know, so I don't know. Exactly. And it's like, but you can, mm. you can, and it's your duty, it's your responsibility. Yeah, yeah. really, we can and we should. We try to stay away from should, but. Really, if we want our children to be we healthy and, and whole, mm-hmm. that's good, Alicia. That's good. I will. This was, I love this conversation. <laughs> it was you see good. Why I be bought, you see why I be my rationale for picking her. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. so good. I feel empowered. I do too, and I ain't even got no kids. <laughs> we got kids we influence, though. Yep, that's true. You got God that's kids true. and stuff? I do have God kids. Well, there you go. Yeah. Got kids. This is good. Yeah, I love it. Sure. Thank you. Know. you. Well, if people, do, I don't know. Mm-mm, they can't follow her. That she. I was about to say, if they got questions and stuff, <laughs> but <laughs> that ain't what you do. Mamas be asking, but y'all can email us. At connect yeah, at yeah, the we'll get you podcast. com, And, you know, I can. I might got an EM with her, so maybe I can help you. <laughs> she <laughs> might have an EM. Might, might, might be, can have. <laughs> might be, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Nicole. No, thank, thank y'all. So this was fun and yeah. it's so needed, and I really hope that you know parents know that it is our responsibility. Yeah, you know, Amen. to change the trajectory of what sex is for our kids. Ooh, period. And on that note, see y'all in the, the next, next one. one. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Sex Podcast. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. The podcast is available on all major streaming platforms. So make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review so that other people can find the content just like you did. Also, don't forget to follow us and engage on Facebook and Instagram at The Good Sex Podcast. See you in the next episode.